2: Hey, friend Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about NXT this week uh, with a thrilling Grayson Waller effect sequence between... Oh, wow. Broad Breaker, yeah! And Von Wagner, the dumpster champion. Uh, before we get into that, though, uh, we're going to talk about some details behind Soraya's clearance to come back to professional wrestling in-ring performing. And uh, we also got word on another NXT talent set for a main roster call-up. But first, let's talk about this. With Austin Theory's failed Money in the Bank cash-in, This week on Raw. It's the thing everybody's talking about, man. It really is. The implementation of the Money in the Bank briefcase has been a topic of discussion in pro wrestling circles. Last week, WrestleVotes told Give Me Sport that WWE was considered nixing, killing the Money in the Bank pay-per-view and adding the Money in the Bank ladder match back to WrestleMania. They said this, putting Money in the Bank uh, at WrestleMania, one-night women's, one-night men's, is something I've heard. I know since Hunter has taken over, The idea of uh, one-night women, one-night men is alive. I don't think they're going to do that. Let's say Money in the Bank was scheduled for Allegiant Stadium. They're hoping to get 50,000 people. If you could do that on the back of Money in the Bank, I don't think you put that show in the garbage and put the matches at WrestleMania. End quote. So given that the last few Money in the Bank cash-ins have been pretty underwhelming, should WWE mix up the Money in the Bank formula and move the matches to WrestleMania? Should they keep Money in the Bank as its own themed show? Or should WWE just move on from the concept entirely, Larson?
3: So to get back to what WrestleVotes has to say here, it's interesting the example of Money in the Bank being at Allegiant Stadium. They tried to do that last year. Nope, yeah. this year. Yeah. It was scheduled. Fourth of July weekend, Allegiant Stadium. Uh, they didn't sell enough tickets to have it there. They had moved to the MGM grant. Right, yeah. Um, I think they sold, like, I don't know, 20,000 tickets to uh, the stadium show, so they mm-hmm. moved it out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, I know WB really wants to do a lot of the huge stadium shows for the spectacle of it. And I think you could do that for Mania, you could do that for the Rumble, and probably SummerSlam. I kind of feel like that's it. Not every, at least here in the States. I know they'll maybe Clash the Castle will be an annual thing over the UK. You got... A, a couple Saudi shows a year. Those are all going to be stadium shows. But here in the States, you can't expect to have half your pay-per-views here be huge stadium shows getting 50,000 people per show. You can only have so many destination shows per year. And that's what these shows have to be if you want to fill up these stadiums. Mm-hmm, yeah. Money of the Bank in terms of, or has been, in terms of kind of like the creative cycles within WB has always felt like a major show because there's a lot riding on the Money of the Bank ladder match and who yeah. wins it. In yeah. terms of how it's going to shape what's going to happen over the next year creatively potentially at least yeah. um, so the idea that you could successfully fill stadium with money of the bank by itself, I don't know I'm pessimistic that's going to happen unless you stack the rest of the card like you would for mania or SummerSlam but then that's money the bank is right in between those two shows. What would be the benefit to putting
2: it at WrestleMania and killing the pay per view? Because I don't, yeah, you're right about the Allegiant Stadium. I don't even know, really know why it's brought up. I think that, you know, the, the idea that they were going to do, we had reported on this ages ago, that they wanted eight, eight pay per views <laughs> throughout the year, uh, stadium shows. It's, it's, they they realized pretty quickly that ain't going to happen when they try to do that stuff with Money in the Bank. But let's just divorce ourselves from that for a second and let's just examine the pros and cons of WrestleMania or, or, or Money in the Bank in general. Um, yeah. it's, it's, I'm, I'm working on a, a wrestle juice video right now where we, I sort of go into some depth about it and I examine what could be done with that with it. But you, what you said is right. It's, it's sort of more, the idea of money in the bank is a lot more interesting than the actual results we've seen from money in the bank. The last couple of years have been pretty underwhelming, um, uh, big E was, uh you know, it was it was an awesome moment for him to win. But then what did they have him do? They just had him standing there giggling next to Paul Heyman. And and Roman Reigns had the title and Bobby Lashley had the other title. too we ended up cashing in on. And then when it came time, uh Vince McMahon just had him tweet out in the morning. I'm going to cash in today on Bobby Lashley. And then he did that. And because we all love Big E, it was a cool moment to see him be WWE champion. But it lacked drama in every way shape and form this is a new era though with triple h i don't know that there besides besides the idea that night one you have wrestle may you have money in the bank ladder match night two somebody cashes in that's kind of a cool idea but dude isn't money in the bank sort of like hasn't it replaced survivor series in the big four pay-per-views as like interesting shit could possibly happen at this one show You can spread that out. Like You don't need it at WrestleMania. You can just put it in its own paper. I'll
3: I'll use this as an argument to me. Apart from what you said, have it at WrestleMania is winner Rumble gets Mania main event. So then at WrestleMania also, you have someone who's guaranteed a title shot. And then if if you assume that the Raw after Mania is like season premiere, reset button, I can see the advantage of having someone with that briefcase coming out the raw after mania and, and setting up their story mm-hmm, yeah. or, you know, as you said, someone wins night one cashes in night two. I could see the appeal of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in terms of keeping WrestleMania, not just a huge stadium show, that's like the largest wrestling event in, in the world, but also a pivotal kind of fulcrum in, in the creative cycles within WWE and having money in the bank tied to that. I can see why that'd be advantageous. Um, it's, it definitely doesn't make any sense to have a stadium show, like right in between Mania and Slam. That's just too much. That's too much to ask of your fan base to dump that much money into a destination show. But be- beyond that,
2: I'll, I'll counter with this real quick, real quick. I'll counter with this. If the creative is there and the demand is there, I could see them doing it. I could, because some, because it does, there, I mean, there's, there's from April to August, you know, that's uh, four months. Yeah. Yes, it is. I confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Smack dab in the middle of that, the lull of the summertime, uh, I I could see if if the demand is there, if the creative is like off the charts, which I don't know that it's going to be a year from now or whatever. Maybe when Triple H gets all his pieces in place and everything's just amazing. Maybe I could see that being the case. Uh, But as of right now, the way it stands, I
3: I agree with you. Well, especially this year where they had Money in the bank beginning of July and SummerSlam at the end of July. Two stadium mm-hmm. shows in one month. You're that asking, was a lot. That you're that you're way right. Too much. It's gotta be
2: SummerSlam's gotta be, you know, like mid August. And yeah. then you put money in the bank, like maybe
3: mid June or beginning yeah, of June. early June, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um as far as what like I still think there's a lot of potential to use with the money in the bank concept. There's a lot of stories I don't really feel like they've really explored uh, over the last what, seventeen. 15, 17 years that money in the bank has been a thing you know yeah. like they and i go back to this because i think it's just an interesting idea and i, I can see why they may not want to do it given that the winner of the rumble also, it, it has a guaranteed title match at wrestlemania so wins money in the bank it says i'm cashing in there i want that platform i want the largest wrestling show of the year to be the moment where i'm crowned champion mm-hmm. yeah and having money in the bank be the means by which they get that opportunity. I think that's a cool idea. They haven't even thought about doing that yeah, right. since Mr. Kennedy had it Yeah, and he even going get to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe it's just as a situation where they need to be a little more fluid with the idea of money in the bank. Like maybe instead of cash in, whenever guarantee title shot at summer slam or something mm-hmm. like, or rather than having a year to cash in, you get 90 days, Yeah, you know, because yeah. sometimes it feels like the year is too long. It is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because we don't, again, don't really get the story of someone waiting to the last minute and feeling the pressure. Oh, I have to use this so it's not wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of story options seemingly on the table that they have yet to explore with the, money in the bank. That, that's, that's kind of in my mind why I still find it intriguing, why I look forward to it. Because Oh, maybe they'll finally do this this year. Maybe someone who, who wins is going to be on the precipice of a huge story or a huge push. It'll culminate in their title win. It'll be really interesting rather than just having, Oh, Hey, you're going to tweet out that you're cashing in. Cause we're trying to pop a ratings number on raw.
2: I would be shocked if that ever happened under triple H. That was the most desperate, pathetic thing to put big E through. I felt so bad for him because it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I don't think that triple H would do that. I think triple H is, is, is a longer game guy, so to speak. <laughs> Sorry. Did not pun, not intended. Duh. Um, but uh yeah, that was that, that was awful. The Otis thing was awful. There's been a lot of awful lately, and but I mean I could see I could see the intrigue in you know let's say you have uh t- let's say you got a Seth Rollins and I don't know I'm just gonna throw a name out there Randy Orton when Randy Orton comes back and they're two guys trying to t- topple Roman Reigns and at the end of the Rumble or how about this Cody and Seth Rollins they're both in the Rumble Cody ends up winning. And, and moves on to, to that main event against Roman Reigns. Well, Seth Rollins, day one of WrestleMania, he wins Money in the Bank. And he's like, hey, I'm going to make this a triple threat the next night, whether he does it in the moment like he does in 2014 or if at the end of the Money in the Bank match, which makes WrestleMania a bigger deal. Absolutely. But it's already a big deal. So I don't know. I think it's it sort of depends on what the philosophy is. Are they going to go all in on making everything cool about WrestleMania? Or do you want to have that plum spot in the middle of the summertime where you have money in the bank? There, I don't know.
3: Or just get rid of it entirely. Come with something else. Have King of the Ring be your late late spring early summer event. You know there was there was talk I think from Russell votes too that they were going to start making that a one night tournament. Have whoever wins King of the Ring gets a title shot at SummerSlam guaranteed. Something mm-hmm. like that, you know, maybe, maybe step away from the money, in the bank concept for a little bit until you could find a way that it could be potentially implemented in more interesting fashion mm-hmm. and then bring it back.
2: Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's uh, my thing about money in the bank is that it has become pretty iconic over the past. It has, it has God, 17 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's become ingrained. It is one of the few really, really good ideas that uh, WWE has, you know, initiated executed, I guess Chris Jericho has taken credit or has taken credit or has been given credit yeah. for the idea, but credit to WWE for having a concept that's actually endured all these years and it is a point of intrigue. It's not mm. like the Royal Rumble has been all that great either with some of its, you know, how it's treated some of its winners. Um it, I think I think as with everything man, it's just sort of in the execution. I do yep. think that it'd be more interesting the way New Japan handles the G1 briefcase. Where it's almost mandatory at this point that it's defended in advance of it Wrestle is. Kingdom, it is. and I think if you did something along those lines with mm-hmm. the Money in the Bank, where it's like it's always defended, like somebody is going to get that, you know, somebody's going to have a shot at taking that from the G One winner. I think that could add some intrigue. So I think there's some things you could do besides killing it altogether because yeah. it is it is an X Factor type situation. I think that's it's still pretty cool.
3: Yeah, I think the I, I think the concept of of having it be defended. You know, and not just some, you know, the, through various machinations like how the Miz got it or Edge got it, but, like, yeah. oh, it's, it's built into terrible. the concept. You know, mm-hmm. like you mentioned the G1 belt or the Gift of the Gods title mm-hmm. um, from Lucha Underground, which it was it was their mid-card title, but you could cash it in yeah. uh, for, uh, uh, you know, the main title opportunity. And to do that would, would make it more interesting. And mm-hmm. then if you, they're in a situation where we've seen, you know, especially the last few years where Vince gives somebody the briefcase, uh, that seemingly instantly li- instantly regrets giving mm-hmm. that person the briefcase. Well, there's a built-in story mechanic by which you can get the briefcase mm-hmm. off somebody, put it on somebody else. I but at the same time, if, yeah. there's been times where seemingly where he's had those feelings about a, someone who won the briefcase and they cashed in and it was all right, you know? Yeah, right, yeah. So then yeah. you might be deprived of those instances, but...
2: I think, I think, like, with everything, it all boils down to who's doing creative. You know, it's like Vince McMahon obviously didn't consider Money in the Bank, especially the year Otis won, it. it just seemed like, oh, this guy's funny. I don't think for a second Vince McMahon ever considered Otis to be, like, a world champion guy.
3: No, at no point did he ever have any plans
2: about how to make him world champion either. No, he didn't. It was just like, oh, this would be kind of funny because it's a mad, 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 mad world situation with that cinematic Money in the Bank mm-hmm. anyways, so let's goof it up by having a guy who should have won, it, AJ Styles it falls into the hands of Otis. Um, and, uh, and then we get that silly moment and then worry about it later. You know, yeah. that, that was a yeah. situation where I hope that Triple H is going to, you know, take more consideration into the, how this
3: shit should play out. Yeah, I hope so. Certainly hope so.
0: We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
4: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find
2: Uh, let's talk about off. this. So during a Wrestling Observer's review of this week's NXT, Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer himself, reported that Cameron Graves set to be called up to the main roster after he finishes his feud with Joe Gacy, which, if, it, if yesterday is believed, is to be believed, could be it. Could be it. Yesterday, yesterday was Wednesday. Two nights ago. Tuesdays. Yeah, NXT. Tuesdays, yes. Uh, they kept on saying, this is it, this is it, this is it. Joe Gacy got that win over Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes has been on uh, the main event show on in WWE, which usually uh, is considered potentially a gateway to yeah. uh, to main roster, or in the case of Cedric Alexander or Sheldon Benjamin, purgatory <laughs> for main roster, sadly.
3: Or in the case of a few people last year, seemingly if, if main event didn't go well, they were released. Sad last days.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, Cameron Grimes... I dude, I I think that he was at his he was at his most entertaining before he even got to WWE. Yeah, so I, I really superstar Trevor Lee. Yeah, I, I hope that they don't keep him lobotomized superstar Cameron Grimes. Um, I don't even know if you want to. I mean, I know <laughs> Cameron Grimes like, one of those guys. I wouldn't mind if he did the old Vince thing of just sort of like changing him a little bit from what we saw in NXT because I think he's just yeah. he's like he's like less entertaining now.
3: Yeah, I know. I know. Even like the 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 when he was doing the stonks, Mm -hmm. you know. Hey, I'm I'm rich, dude. Cameron Grimes. At least it was it was a way for him to show his personality. Yeah, but it didn't really hit the same as TNA superstar Trevor Lee. You know? No, it did. Yeah. yeah, When he showed up to PWG shows, announced as TNA superstar Trevor Lee to get the heat. Yeah,
2: I I used I was watching Impact at the time as well. Uh, and you know, you know they had like the cult of Lee. And, uh, and and I, it was just really good stuff. He was just like a scumbag. Let him be a scumbag, anyways. Uh, so yeah, we'll see if uh, what what happens with that. Uh, this was pretty interesting too. Uh, Soraya, of course, obviously announced on uh, last night's Dynamite that she's been officially cleared to compete, and she appeared on the most recent episode of the Sessions to talk about that process. These transcripts come to you via Fightful. Larson, would you like to read this uh, transcript here?
3: Sure, I can do that. This is what Surrey had to For say. God half but, it. goddamn, this is long. It's a lot, but it's yeah. interesting stuff. So yeah. uh, this is what Surrey had to say. Uh, I came to terms with not being able to wrestle anymore, and that's fine, but a couple of years ago, I did do some x-rays, and they were looking great. I didn't do the full MRI, just the x-rays. It's not like a perfect read on the neck with the whole fluid thing. X-rays is just the bones, and MRI, you can see everything, the inner workings of the neck, The important part, part, like how much fluid is around there. It's crazy. I was nervous about doing the MRI a couple years ago, but the x-ray was looking good. Maybe in a couple years, it'll start looking better. I wasn't going to rush it because Edge was out for nine years. Stone Cold had the match with Kevin Owens, but he didn't bump very much. It was limited, but it was still an amazing match. I thought, I could probably pull off doing a Stone Cold match. I'm throwing that idea at Tony Khan, and he was like, with Sting coming in, we did tag matches. Maybe we could do tag matches. I was like, hmm. If I were to come back, I'd want it to be a singles match. I remember talking to the doctors and they're like, you can do this, but we're not going to clear you to take a bump. That's the whole misconception with how the internet works. She talked to 25 doctors and AEW doctor, Doc Samson cleared her. He didn't clear me for anything. I went out there with Britt. We did our own thing. I didn't ask for clearance from the doctor there. I'm going to be honest. He was cool with it. Just please don't take a bump. It was if you I, I want to actually have matches We have to get you completely clear. That means MRI, CT scan, everything. I don't want to go to the doctor that is associated with wrestling because I feel like there's bias there. I don't want to make the same mistake where I came back and I'm wrestling every day. I want to be aware and careful of my neck this time. I want to get to the nitty-gritty of what it looks like and how much I can do and if I'm going to be paralyzed. That was the biggest scare. If I did wrestle, I could potentially get paralyzed. Uh, She continues, Halloween, I went to the, the doctor in California, one of the best around. If anyone is going to tell me no, this guy is going to tell me no because his job is on the line. I got the x-rays done. These are great. We have to triple check with CT scans and MRI. I did the CT scan and MRI within the same hour. It was very quick. He sat there. We went through them all, and he went, you're cleared. I burst into tears. Are you serious? I was still asking questions like about the fluid around my neck. It was just the fluid was back. The fusion was perfect. There were no fractures above or below. Let's talk about paralysis. It's rare. If you get kicked there, you have cushion now. If you ever feel like you're not feeling too well, take some time off. You know your body. I will clear you to get back in the ring. How many matches can I have? Take it easy. Do one match a month and gradually start building it up. Long story short, Halloween is when I got the full clearance.
2: That's really interesting stuff. It's interesting that they brought her in. And this is reported by Fightful. You know, it was like, well, with the idea that hopefully she'll be able to wrestle. Mm -hmm. um, But they brought her in, which was a really smart move because she's a big deal. Yeah, Um, This is awesome because this is the kind of like detail that me as a fan who doesn't want to be sitting there thinking that I'm going to watch somebody break their neck and become paralyzed. Can now sit there and watch her match against Britt Baker at full gear and say, okay, this person has a clear understanding (coughs) of what they can do, what they should do what they're mm-hmm. what this stretch of time is going to look like one match a month um and and that you know these things that she's been told by the doctor if you get kicked here there's protection now mm-hmm. um uh th- this is it it honestly as a fan i like to hear this stuff it puts me yeah. a bit at
3: ease you know it does it does and then another interview she did uh recently she talked about you know not taking a bunch of like german suplexes you know stuff like that like she seems very cognizant of, of even though she's been cleared, protecting her neck and not taking any unnecessary bumps, mm-hmm. um, doing everything that she needs to do to protect herself in the ring. And that's, that's fantastic. You know, yeah. uh, she's still, I think she's 30. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, last thing you want to see is anybody get hurt in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it is, it is reassuring to know that, you know, she went through uh, uh like an extensive clearance process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah rather than just having you know she mentioned this here having the, the perception of a bit if doc sampson had, had given her the thumbs up people are like well of course doc sampson's gonna clear he works for AEW." but you know she went to her own independent doctor not i'm not trying guy. to say like <laughs> no, talk- no, yeah
2: yeah, but you know what the, the the moment that for me again as a fan watching when matt hardy yeah. hit his head on concrete yeah. and then he was like Okay, you're good. You know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, ah, yeah. duh, why would you? Yeah. And he's stumbling around and shit. And I think Rebby yeah, yeah. was going off on Twitter, like, yeah. why would you do this? Yeah. I'm sorry. But at that point, that dude had a reputation with me personally as a yeah. fan. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't. And so that's kind of a natural sort of assumption to make is, okay, well, is AEW going to, is that going to be the extent of it? It's like, no, man, she went out and found, she went know, out of
3: her way to find like the, by the sounds, of it, the best person yeah, right to do yeah. this testing. Yeah,
2: so. so that that is it's 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 good it's good to hear. It's like you know, man. I I've seen uh, I forget who it was. People on Twitter, you know, saying, "Oh man, this is a bad bad idea." You know, I mean, you know how like Twitter can be. Wrestling Twitter can be so shitty mm-hmm. in the first place. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and then I saw somebody respond to that with, "I didn't. I don't remember this level of concern about Edge coming back." Well, there's a couple of differences. Number one, there was concern when Edge came back from a lot of people that I saw. But number two, like with Soraya, we saw it happen in the ring with that like house show footage of mm-hmm. her getting kicked from behind and then her going down. And that shit is scary. I I, Edge showed up one day and was like... My neck is bad. they've told me I can't do this anymore. I didn't see him get fucked up in the ring. Mm-hmm. We didn't know him because he just he told us that it happened. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of a difference there. like for me again, ingesting this stuff and seeing somebody get hurt you know through shaky uh, house house show footage, yeah, um, I want to make sure that that this person that doesn't happen to them again. so yeah,
3: exactly yeah. exactly. exactly. I guess we could talk NXT now, oh yeah, sure. It happened. It was a show. We're getting, uh, yeah. getting, so. getting Vaughn versus Braun for the title, I think, next week.
2: Yeah. Man, there's one person who should take that title off of Braun Breaker. It's Carmelo Hayes. Yep. That's it. And I do appreciate during the barbershop sequence, he was like, I made this title more relevant than the NXT title, which he's right. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. I want him to beat Braun Breaker, and I want him yeah. to take that NXT title. That would be great. I'd, I'd probably prefer him to do that than then go to main roster, to be honest with you. I want to see him anchor NXT, man
3: yeah yeah that'd be pretty awesome that would be pretty awesome
2: uh we had a big turn you know similar to we had samoa low turn on and on aw Warjo, yes well we had team cronus break up zoe
3: stark yes yeah, saw this coming a mile away
2: this this we saw this happening probably like when they first were just thrown together for that smackdown thing that never happened yeah or the, the women's tag tournament that never happened <clears throat> or them going into it anyways um so yeah, they, uh, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark—they broke up. Zoe Stark attacked Nikita Lyons. Was this the right move? Making her a bad guy instead of uh, Nikita Lyons a bad guy? No. No, should have been me Nikita
3: Lyons. Yeah, me personally, no. Um, I know they have huge, seemingly has have huge plans for Nikita. Mm, yeah. Um, and so I guess in that sense, it makes sense maybe to keep her as the the face in this feud. But at the same time, how many times have we said the, the clearest kind of path to get uh, to super over baby face is to build someone up as as a heel and get them over as a heel. And then they transition to a face and then they're super over, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, and
3: that doesn't work for everybody. I understand. Nikita's already
2: really over, though. Um, and here's the thing about Zoe Stark as a face. She's just been a bit on the boring side. No, I understand that. Too. Uh, I maybe don't as, know as, if this as is going to, it'll allow her to have more fun. Maybe. I hope that they don't do the thing where she just tries to be mean. Cause I yeah. also feel like that is not really going to work because I don't know if she, I don't know. It's like when AJ Styles tries to be mean, you know, it's like, ah, oh, it doesn't really work. But when he's snarky as a bad guy, it, it kind of works. Yeah. Hopefully they just allow her to have some personality. Exactly. Uh, um, so, but yeah, no, we saw this shit happen. It coming a mile away. Uh, 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 trying to, I'm trying to see other stuff. Oh, um, uh, JD McDonough stretched the living shit out of Axiom.
3: It's the same spot they did in NXT UK. They did I same know
2: spot. it was great. It was great yeah. then. It was great here because mm-hmm. like this crowd might not be hip to what happened in NXT UK because nobody watched that show except for you and yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, and, to see somebody's foot and watching that right next to fucking their hip. Foot. Oh my god. It is an impressive feat yeah. that that dude can do that. Yeah. It is so absolutely like disgusting. It's yeah, like when crazy. Alexa Bliss does that fucking arm thing. Yeah. Um so that was cool. I like that. Uh what else was going on here? Uh you're right in that the uh the real estate lady wants the bar. Yeah, <laughs> good job calling that one out. Yeah,
3: I based that on the fact that she looked at the Chase U blueprints once. Yeah, like oh, she doesn't want the building; she wants the land underneath. Them. She wants the land underneath it. Yeah, absolutely. A riveting wants real to, estate. What did she say develop apartments there or something like what that. What do you
2: think, Shawn Michaels, watched to
3: inspire this storyline? You know, maybe maybe he didn't necessarily watch anything. Maybe he's driving down some part of Orlando. Okay. And maybe there was a, a spot in Orlando for the longest time. There was I don't know, whether it was a bar, you know, a little grocery store, mm-hmm. a liquor store, or something that'd been there as long as he'd been in Orlando. Mm-hmm, yeah. Maybe he stopped in at to the grocery store one time, to get a loaf of bread or something. I don't know. And he'd drive him by one day and saw that it's closed and it has like you know how they have they'll have fence around oh, yeah, areas are yeah, developing yeah. and they'll have the little picture of what's gonna be there. And, he, mm-hmm. and it says in there oh coming soon such and such apartments or such and such condos or something he's like oh that's a bummer this little grocery store that's on my drive home mm-hmm. I can't stop and pick something up now because some developer bought the land to build a bunch of apartments Yeah, that's a bummer Yeah, I'm going to use
2: that in the story oh wow yeah just taken from real life man This is what you got
3: that's what you got to do
2: Heartbreak just you know you're moving through your world Duh. Uh yeah I don't know uh, that whole, the, the bar sequence Br- is this is me as Briggs, like the most annoying friend in the world. God damn it. Jensen can't get one fucking word in and Briggs is like, Hey man, why are you doing that? I'm like, fuck you. It's like, I'm get out of my b- business, man. I'm bricked up, man. I'm brick Jensen. <laughs> there you go. Let me fucking, let me try to spit some game over here, dude. God dang. Briggs ease up a little bit. I know let your boy try to get some anyways it kicked off with joe gacy joe gacy's not wearing the business casual anymore he's not a waiter he's got
3: he's got he's got the trunks he's got the vest on for the entrance gear so much better it is better i like i like the 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 presentation changes they're doing with schism now like their tron's cool like the song was always pretty solid but like all the tron stuff's cool and then yeah, you know, all the the entrance scared stuff. It's a step in the right direction.
2: Ava's got a great presence. Ava Rain mm-hmm. has got a great presence. Um, I, there's this. There's always that element of she's like you know she's kind of a big deal. Like she's the rocks kid. You know, mm-hmm. it's like she adds that element of like I don't know legitimacy or whatever you want to call it. Um, and she's got she just has a good presence. And I think it adds yeah. a, when it was just the the grizzled young veterans. It was like man, we know who these guys are. They're goobers. You know, they're dorks. Yeah, Yeah, especially Uh, when
3: their previous gimmick was grifters.
2: Yeah, right, exactly. Low-level grifters. Uh, But with Ava Reign there, they sort of have a little bit more heft. They got a little bit Mm -hmm. more gravitas, I guess, or Mm -hmm. weight, or whatever you want to call it. Adds to the tension. So anyways, uh, Joe Gacy uh, gets the win here, thanks to uh, a distraction from uh, uh, James Drake. What's his name now? Jagger Jagger Reed, Reed. yeah. While Ava pushes uh, Grimes off the top rope, and then uh, Gacy hits his finish
3: to get the win here. So hopefully, uh, that's the end of this thing here. And we might be seeing Cameron Grimes on the main roster uh, sooner rather than later. Bringing my stonks to the moon, to the moon. Uh, After that, uh, Nathan Frazier's backstage. He's exiting the trainer's room. Axiom is there to see what's going on. So Axteem asks, what do they say? And Frazier says, they said it'll still be a few more weeks before I'm cleared. And then Axteem says, hey man, you'll be back before you know it. then JD be steps in.
2: Yeah, JD <laughs> steps in and he's like, uh, he says, hey, leave the medical timelines to the experts. And he says, you might be one of the smarter guys around here, but you know nothing about that four letter word pain. And Frazier's like, uh Frazier's like, I'm not gonna tell you how hurt I am. Or say no, he says, Frazier's not gonna tell you how hurt he is. He says, let me guess. And he does like a medical assessment just on site. Yeah. He's like, "Uh, I'm thinking a herdiated disc, maybe your C4. And Nathan Fraser's like, oh my God, how did he know that? Wow. He got uh, x ray eyes. (laughs) Yeah. like, he's like that old ad in the comic books.
3: So, uh, anyways, uh, the JD says, says, well, he says, Axiom, yeah, I wouldn't have done, he wouldn't have won. Uh, so, sorry, if Axiom had won the best of three, he still would have lost in the North American ladder match, mm-hmm. essentially is what he said. Yeah, and then
2: Axiom's like, oh, uh, I would have pulled a J.D. McDonough then. So close. He says, so close, time and time again, but failed to walk away with a title. J.D. gets pretty pissed off of this, and he says, uh, maybe uh, he, he says maybe I should break you up so I can so you can spend some time with Frazier in medical. And then Axiom's like, well, she still feels more sane. And then J.D.'s like, yeah, we will. We'll see. Yeah, are they going to get that on. mask off A-Kid and let him be A-Kid? I don't know, man. When he's, when he's you know. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe. Maybe they'll write him off because uh,
3: J.D. tore up his knee and he'll come back as A-Kid.
2: He'll come it was a different guy now. Yeah. He's like, oh, I ran off Axiom. And now you're here. And he's
3: like, yeah, I'm a different guy. I'm a different guy.
2: <laughs> you sound just like Axiom, not Axiom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> A-Kid. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not.
2: Yeah, they're like, "Okay, put a piece of fabric next to your up up against your mouth and talk." He's like, "I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not going
3: to do it." Different <laughs> pass. not going to do that. Why? No. That doesn't make any sense. Why would I do that? <laughs> I I'm not actually. clearly, <laughs> hey kid.
1: <laughs> you can host the best backyard barbecue. when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around?
2: After that, we had one of these awesome Carmelo Trick barbershop segments. These are
3: fantastic.
2: The barber is getting a little mouthy here, wasn't he?
3: Yeah, Josh.
2: Josh, yeah. What the hell, Josh? So Trick says, Mello, the streets are talking. He says, uh, and Mello's like, what are they trying to say? That I didn't win the North American title back? What's the next move? And Trick says, well, they ain't wrong, but they ain't right either. And Mello says, well, they're not right because I'm sitting here without my North American title. The title that I put on the map. title I made famous. title I made more relevant than the NXT title. He says, no one's pinned me for that title. And Trick says, it'd still be yours if it wasn't for all these ladders. <laughs> and he said, he says, when I went one on one with Grimes, I did what I said I was going to do and got the title back. He says, uh, but I got to put respect on Wesley's name real quick. He says, because he went to hell and back and he won the North American title. But one thing he didn't do is beat me. And until he beats me, he's not the A champ. He's the paper champ. Trick says, he's a transitional chump. And the barber says, yeah, but you got to give it up to Wes, though. He's got the whole NXT universe behind him. Record scratch. Trick says, what the hell, Josh? He says, I'm just speaking facts. And the Mel acknowledges that. He's like, yeah, he might have the whole NXT universe behind him. He says, but what's Lee going to do when it's just us in the ring? Where's the whole NXT universe going to be then? He says, Wes is a good tag team guy, but until he beats me in the ring, one, two, three, uh, uh, what is this? You are not You're him. You're not him. You're not him. Yeah. As in saying,
3: Wesley's not going right, to be the he's guy. He's not the guy, yeah. yeah.
2: And then uh, Mello says, uh, everybody knows it's going to be a short title reign. Imagine what's going to happen. We square off one-on-one with the title on the line. And then Josh says, how long are you going to let uh, Lee hold the title? Trick says, two weeks tops. He says, besides, the title looks better on us anyways. And then uh, Mello says, we're going to have a contract signing next week mm-hmm. to make that match official.
3: Yep, it's fantastic. These segments are always awesome.
2: I hope they carry him over to main roster when he goes there, man. I hope man. so. Because they so. have a lot,
3: yeah. Uh, then we have S- Scripps taking over Scripps. the uh, the Tron and the Performance Center. Yeah. Just kind of more foreboding words about Scripps' imminent arrival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's Yeah, it was like a whole fucking poem that he wrote on Tom,
2: the Tron. Yeah. We're going to show up, and then it's going to be making right. It's not like, like a different voice. voice was
3: being masked this time, though. I feel like every week it's like a different voice. Could be. It's like what they were doing with... Uh, Smackdown what if Hacker. Scripps is a faction? Yeah, man. Scripps Sweet is notes. not a
2: person; it's a lifestyle, man.
3: <laughs> uh, after that, we had Saul Ruca take on uh, Electra Lopez. Uh, Electra got the win here, uh, hitting a choke bomb to get the W. Then Indy Hartwell comes to the ring, lays out Electra from behind. Uh, they brawl on the floor. rest come out to break them up. Uh, then we get Chase U backstage. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Thea Hale says, Dempsey showed what kind of coward he was. We attacked you, Mr. Chase, from behind. And if you don't get him, oh, oh, let me at him. Yeah. Let me at him. And then Duke
2: pipes in. He's like, when you sent me to the back last week, that was a teachable moment. He says, I learned that we only win or lose between the ropes. So tonight I want to be ringside with Thea, but to support and only support. And uh, as, uh, as Andre holds up the integrity of Chase U against Dempsey. And then uh, he says, "When Charlie attacked Chase, he attacked all of Chase U. Spam the face. Everybody wore the U on their chest. You've beaten him before. You'll do it again." And then Chase says, "I'm gonna give Dempsey Chasey uh, a Chase U size ass whooping." That happened later.
3: That did happen later. But first, <clears throat> we got a toxic attraction FaceTime call between Mandy and Jacy. So Jacy is just leaving the mall. Um, uh, she's talking about how she's nervous about going to the arena because of Alba. Gigi has three cracked ribs based on getting put through the table last week. And Mandy's like, come over here. Just come to my house. Yeah. And she goes, oh, JC says, hold up. A mall cop just pulled up behind me. Uh oh. And mall cop walks around us, to Alba Fire. She pulls JC out of the car, attacks her. Alba gets in the car, tells Mandy that uh, I told you I was going to take each of you out one by one. Last week, J- uh, Gigi. Today, JC. Next week, I'm taking your title.
2: So I kind of appreciated a couple things here. Number one, when they were like, they did like a split screen thing like you see here, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Except when Alba showed up, her little uh, border like went whoosh, yeah,
3: And then it, her, the and her, name her name changed. changed. From JC to Alba, yeah.
2: Number two, kind of interesting, adding some depth to Alba Fire, she's also a mall cop. I did not yeah. know that.
3: So well, that's I guess kind it, of I guess maybe they don't pay people too too well at NXT.
2: That, isn't that, that's sort of always the theme with NXT is that they pay them shit. Mm-hmm. And so she's got to take the second job. Alba, as a mall Alba
3: cop. Fire has to moonlight as a mall cop. Yeah.
2: What mall is that? Because man, I would not want to steal anything from any of the hot topics or Spencer gifts from nope. that particular mall. Man. Nope. Pretzel time. Get, just, how much for these? Steal from pretzel time. I'm talking about prison time. <laughs> you're doing real time. Yeah, yep. you're doing Alba Fire time, which is at the end of a baseball bat. Yeah. That's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh after that, we had uh, Charlie Dempsey versus Andre Chase. And uh, this, uh, once again, uh, that white towel, which uh, back in the UK would make an appearance every month at least. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Dempsey. mountain match every time. Yeah, Dempsey had Chase in a submission. Duke was like trying to put the ropes closer to Chase, but Andre was like, no, 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 don't do it. We do it. We got to do it. Above the board here, or, you know, whatever. And then uh, uh, Hudson grabs the white towel from Thea, looks at it, and he throws it in. And the ref is like, oh, no, you know, match is over. Dempsey wins. And then Chase is like, what the hell happened? He says, I didn't quit. And Duke is like, oh, yeah, well, sorry about that. Well, it's interesting because it looked like Chase was trying to fight his way out of the, the hole, too. It looked like he was getting close to the ropes, and, yeah, he was fighting his way out. Yeah, but uh, Duke—he's trying to what? Under- so what is Duke's like? What is Duke's end game here? What is he doing? I, think I mean, he's obviously, to- he's undermining Chase U, but is this for yeah. shits and giggles? Yeah, I think so. He doesn't want to take over the university. He thinks like the university scam is a good idea. Oh, maybe because that's clearly what Chase U was. You know, I I will give it up to them. I will never forget when they brought in Thea Hale and did those awesome videos, and she was like, you know, I've been here. I came in from from high school. But now I got to figure out which college I want to go to, just with a straight face.
3: And yeah, I'm I mean they, they ch- did it like when uh, uh, people commit, you know, like the the schools, yeah, athletes with the three hats out there.
2: I was like, oh, this is actually a pretty cool, you know, this is a cool way of going about it. Maybe she's going to go to a good school and WWE at the same time. <laughs> no, she went to chase you. <laughs> God damn it, they got me on that one. That was so fucking good, man.
3: Yeah, it was pretty clever. Uh, then we got an Indy Hartwell interview. Um, She says, what you saw earlier is me finally understanding how this place works. Electra had that coming. Uh, She said, I didn't forget what Lopez did to me. Uh, Lopez came back to NXT wanting to prove a point, but no one is going to prove a point on me. Can't count on anyone. You got to take what you want because otherwise it's not going to happen. I'm locked in. You know, people say they're going to bet on themselves. Well, I'm putting the entire house on myself.
2: So is she like a good guy or a bad guy or I don't know what... Indy, she's like the most lost wrestler. Like she should have been on main roster like a year I ago. I know, and she is just they, they are, they are so uncertain with what to do with her. I know. It's How a funny. bummer because she's great. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's terrific. Uh, after that, we're at a bar with Briggs and Jensen and Fallon, Fallon's of family's bar. Fallon, yeah, that's bar. right, man. She, yeah, she talked about. So, anyways, the the, the Briggs is tra- is talking sports. Uh, and then, uh, in the most, in the most jovial way possible, oh man, Tom Brady finally getting to win or loss or whatever the fuck. Something was. like that. Yeah. So, uh, Fallon says, uh, look who just walked in, look at these pieces of shit. And Kiana and her assistant, shorter Kiana says, uh, this, walk in and they're like, oh, this property has promise. And Fallon's like, do you guys want a drink? And she's like, I didn't come to drink. Uh, did you think about my proposal? And Fallon says, yeah, my answer is no. Uh, and then no's like, that's not the answer I'm looking. Kiana says, that's not the answer I'm looking for. <laughs> Did I say no? Says that's Yeah. So no says this. Is, yeah, <laughs> Kiana says, that's not the answer I'm looking for. I see potential in this property. She says, I've offered you more than what it's worth. And Fallon's like, this place isn't for sale. Over in that corner over there, my dad taught me about pool. And then my uncle used to crack nuts with me over there and there was a, a bathroom over there where I took a shit in once because I was sick, and it was sprayed all over the walls. It's like, what? She is going into depth wow. here with some of these some of these conversations.
3: Oh, wow. Uh, then right Kiana now. says, well, I'm going to build apartments here so your family can live in those apartments. What do you think about that? Yeah. And it says, this is my final offer. And Fallon says, no, no thanks. No. Get out of here. And then Kiana says, well, you and your family continue living their miserable lives, Land rich but money poor.
2: But the entire time throughout this, Jensen keeps on trying to talk and spit some game at Kiana and the Kiana assistant. And -hmm. Briggs is like, "Man, what are you doing, man? Stop doing. What are you doing?" And it's like Briggs, fucking relax, dude. Microdose, homie. Like you're you chill (laughs) the chill out, please. Mellow, mellow. Like all he does is just shoot down poor Jensen. Let the man learn on his
3: own. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll get lucky one of these times. You never know. I don't know. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Guess who wrestled next? <laughs> <laughs>
2: People have to be so... If anybody listens to this fucking NXT review week to week, they've got to hate that shit. They probably do. If we anybody gets so it this far, I recap. Yeah. Hank Walker. <laughs> yeah. I just assume nobody's paying attention at this point because totally. it's a Hank
3: Walker match. Uh, Hank Walker takes on Stax. Uh, Stax has to poke... Uh, Hank Walker in the eye uh, to get the win here. Eventually hits his finish. A uh, huge win for Stacks. Mm-hmm. Kind of back to the drawing board for <laughs> Hank Walker. Maybe get some actual wrestling gear. How about that? That's probably a step in the right direction.
2: Like, we don't need to see you take your shirt off every week. Just put on some wrestling clothes. Even a fucking property of WWE shirt and like some shorts and a re- and wrestling boots. Do something here, man.
3: <laughs> why, why would I do that? <laughs> uh, after that, oh good lord. The grace. Of I will Waller say this. Effects. This wasn't this didn't go on and on as long as some of the other episodes have.
2: Uh that's true. And and I'll be honest with you, Von Wagner and Braun Breaker are two of my favorite impressions to do. So them just in the same spot. I didn't hate this. Vaughn is getting better on the mic, by the way, mm. compared to like when he first showed up.
3: I mean, he's more comfortable. He's still got a yeah. long way to go to, to be convincing.
2: He is more comfortable, though.
3: But yeah, he's still not terribly
2: convincing. I mean, they're kind of one and the same thing, aren't they? Like if he's comfortable, well, I think, I what think he's comfortable. saying has I conviction think,
3: behind I, it. No, I don't really feel like he had there was much conviction behind what he was saying. Some of his body language still seemed uncomfortable. Yeah.
2: Like he'd, yeah. he'd move around in his chair a little too much.
3: It's like, yeah. what is
2: he? Why are you so antsy? Maybe it's an uncomfortable chair. He's a big guy. He's probably uncomfortable a lot. He's probably what, like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six, maybe something like that. Head. Yeah, he's a tall dude. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, okay, let's see how we can speed up. So Waller this. just
3: introduces them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they all come in the ring.
2: Uh, not, oh no! This, so yeah, Waller says the NXT universe. He's showing a tweet, yeah, and it says uh, you can't, you, you don't. This guy thinks that you don't deserve a title shot, and so Von Wagner, even though the name is clearly up there, he says, "Wow, who's that? What's his name? Joe? Joe, Joe Blow? That was Bre- awful." <laughs> Breaking news: More people don't like Von Wagner. Nobody likes me. I smell weird. I hang out near the dumpsters. Big deal. All right, and then Stone says, the NXT never universe never gave you a chance, Vaughn. They're jealous of you because you're once in a generation athlete. And he says, hey, I'm not here to popular. People can piss and on all we want. But at the end of the day, Joe Blow's not here. I'm here. I'll take on Joe Blow for the NXT title. And then Braun's like, yeah, you're, you're so strong and dangerous. And then Stone's like, more stronger and dangerouser than you. And he's like, yeah. Try that crappy pool next week to my face. Attack me from behind to my face. And uh Braun's Bron- <laughs> like, uh, he's like, NXT's all about future. A year ago, it was me, and now I found out if you want some of this business, you got to take it. You want a dog, get a friend. And uh, this NXT's title history goes back a long way to other people. It says, all of them are in the same spot I'm in now. I got a bunch of people breathing down on my neck, but no one's taking the title from you. And then uh, Vaughn's like, I'm dangerous. First time I stepped to this building, I got a title shot. I had to deal with Tommaso Champion, Pete Dunn. And he was like, Wait, well, his name's Butch. You just don't. Oh, I'm going to tell on you. You said his name. Yeah. And then the next week, it's just two of us. I'm going to rag doll you around the ring, Braun Breaker. And then Braun gets up and Vaughn steps to him. Stone's like, Vaughn, wait next week. And then Braun slams Stone's head into
3: the table. It was no look, too. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, it was pretty cool.
2: Uh, this is, this like two complete morons talking to each other. That's how it sounded. I'm sure they're cool, nice and smart guys, but as far as the characters that I saw on the screen, it sort of just seemed like two idiots talking to each other, man. Yeah. Kind of, kind of We're sprinkled uh, <clears throat> some Grayson Waller in there too.
3: Yeah. Uh, then we had a Wesley interview. He says, I can't lie. Being the champ champ is history book stuff, not winning last week hurt, but I've been thinking about what Melo had to say and he's right. Melo was never pinned for that championship. He made the North American title the title in the process. He said that my career was supposed to be over in April, but I'm still here. This tag competitor was never supposed to hold singles gold yet. Here I am with the North American title over my shoulder. And in two weeks, I go one-on-one with the man who has been untouchable for over a year. But somehow, I'm going to make Melo miss. Next week, Carmelo wants to make it official. But no matter what Carmelo does, uh, it's not going to throw me off. Because I'm going to roll like butter mm. that you get once in a career, and not even Carmelo Hayes can stop it. See, th- this feud should be for the NXT title. Yeah, it should. This, sh- this should be like,
2: these guys should be on the Grayson Waller effect.
3: Yeah. Wesley's done some awesome promo work the last
2: time. I know. Weeks. Like, he comes off like a real person. And so he does comes Mello. off as genuine. I know. Every word I know. has conviction. Yeah. It's not just a couple, of, like, you know, one dimensional brutes that said, hey, who said that? joe blow hey joe blow i'm gonna beat you you, up
3: you said something like oh yeah i think von's really improved uh on his promos and i hear him say his first sentence is joe blow i'm like okay show me improvement (laughs) you know okay
2: well dude here's the thing like if you go but he wouldn't have even been able to come up with joe blow a year ago that's my point he doesn't look my bar is so low for von wagner it is in the dirt so when he gets in there and he gets on a mic and he doesn't sound completely and totally nervous. Yeah, I'm going to give the guy some credit. Hey, they're going to bring me up to me. You know, I think,
3: the, I think the timbre of his voice makes him sound nervous. Joe Blow. Try to say that to my face, Joe Blow.
2: Yeah, attack me from behind to my face. Anyways, after that, we had a video package. Record Jay was talking shit about Wendy Chu. Said mm-hmm. she wasn't very popular in high school. She was, It made me laugh because she was like, "Back in high school, you're probably sitting next to your phone, waiting for people to text you." And I was like, "When I was in high school, I was waiting for people to call on our rotary phone, yeah, or maybe page like me, <laughs> maybe page me. You know, one four three. Oh, you love oh, me. I, That's so nice. I
3: didn't. I did. not have. A, I never had a pager. So.
2: I don't think I, I had a pager in junior college. Ah, I had a pager then. I did not have a pager in high school. We had internet in high school. I had in, in senior year, I think, we got a computer and we got AOL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting for an email to come in. There you, <laughs> you go. You've got mail. Uh, anyways, after that, we had an Apollo Creed Twitter promo. He's in Africa looking for superstars. But then he made it all about himself. He was like, but I don't have to go to Africa to find the next NXT champion. I'm standing right here. It's like, man, you're supposed to be putting a spotlight on the, the awesome potential superstars that you're finding there, but now he's making it all about himself.
3: Then we had JD McDonough versus Axiom, where JD McDonough uh just tried to twist Axiom's knee until he seemingly snapped it. Yeah. Um Booker T was really sold so great too. He was yeah. like, Oh my gosh, I heard a pop. I yeah. heard a pop. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> um this match was really good. Yeah. It was really, really good. Some of the counter stuff that that they were doing to each other, was, was outstanding, but ultimately, yeah,
2: they really should have Booker T just got like a headset and like go into the ring. Oh, it'd be so good. And do commentary from there. That'd you be know? so good. Oh, he's got Booker him twisted up best. in a. He's
3: got him twisted up like a pretzel. Oh, I heard a pop. I heard a pop. He's, Gosh, plumbed, he's putting. He's putting feet to woods um so uh, uh axiom is is doing like tra- uh countered a, a devil inside with a sleeper transitions to an arm part of well, the jd gets out of that and starts really cranking on axiom's leg till his foot is hitting the mat right next to his hip mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. it's 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 quite a sight so the ref's like you gotta break this he's gonna get hurt i'm and he's about to and jd does he's about to stop the match but axiom's like no no don't stop it don't stop he tries to stand up can't Tries to stand up, can't. Pleads with the ref, don't stop it. Trainers come over, he's telling them, no, don't stop it. Tries to get up, can't. Ref calls for the bell. So then uh, JD grabs the mic and says, you know what that there is? That's a severe strain, not a tear, because I'm a nice guy. But I'm not a nice guy when the necessary evil comes out when someone stands between myself and the NXT title. Don't believe me, ask Ilya. He's still in the hospital three weeks later. This is a message to the rest of the, the roster. Please, someone get on my level. Someone test me. I'm looking at you, Apollo. Oh
2: yeah, uh, after that we had a, a video package about Brutus Creed and Damon Kemp and their backstory because he was Damon Kemp was about to get an ass whooping. Uh, first we had a little thing that said next week HBK issues a statement about NXT deadline. What do you think? Would be cool. If it was like a
3: stipulation pay per view, like a. Deadline? You think beat the clock challenge?
2: Yeah, right. That's good. Full pay per view or beat the, the clock challenge. Pay per view. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're gonna take it on the road somewhere. When's deadline?
3: December tenth. Like every other oh, wrestling show in the month of December. I know, right? What the hell? Including ACW Resurgence. Yeah. I'm, oh, dude, Resurgence,
2: Sacramento, California. I'm not really in the promotional mood right now. So just
3: look, get these tickets. Oh, just mentioning it, event yeah. brand. Go look for tickets.
2: Yeah. Uh, we're winding down an NXT review here, so I'm just my energy level solo. so, yeah, so me. You put a lot
3: them. into those Braun and Von uh, impersonations, so feel I'm like I feel really like I
2: really gave it all, all I had you there. Might need a
3: nap after this.
2: I'm gonna eat. That's what I'm gonna do. I haven't had. That I had a breakfast good. sandwich at like nine. I've not eaten since then. Wow. Oh, my stomach's off the hook right now. Yeah. What are
3: you gonna have? I'll just. I should go get a bag, like a, a, a giant bag of Fritos, and just eat that. That sounds good. You like some some dip or something for it? You really shouldn't do that. Some nacho cheese dip. That's a t- that sounds. Oh amazing. no! You should do is get some chili.
2: Oh, I have some here. Get chili and Fritos. Some stag. <laughs> that sounds so good. <laughs> I might do that. There you go. Uh, after that, we had uh, Brutus Creed and Damon Kemp. This is just Brutus. This is just this
3: is just five minutes alone with them. It wasn't even five minutes. This whole thing lasted, I think, two and a half minutes because it was like ninety seconds of Brutus beating the hell out of him. Yeah, but didn't they have like the the clock
2: on there? Yeah,
3: yeah. And two and a half minutes is when Brutus got DQ'd for hitting him with the chair. Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess um, you know if you wanna if you wanna look at this uh, a certain way, you could say. Brutus still has two and a half minutes with David Kemp. Oh, he should cash that in.
2: He should be like, should. Yeah, I still got it. The cooler thing, though, is after that, like, I don't like it. I like Damon Kemp. He didn't deserve this. Uh, and then, but he blasts him with a chair a bunch, DQ. But then our dude's Veer and Sanga on the perch looking down. Man, I want these guys are going to run through with the Creed brothers. Probably not. The Creed's are probably going to come. But hopefully, they do a couple matches where the first one, Veer and Sanga just annihilate them. I know. I know. That'd be great. I want huge things for Veer and Sangha. Oh man, huge things! They—they're money. They're money.
3: Yep. Yeah. Uh, we I got. A, that's right. We got a Die Jack right. video package. Got a little glimpse, glimpses of his face. Yeah. Hey
2: Steve, Dijak. I know where you should go. I know if you're hungry, where to go. <laughs> uh, so I, I just answered. want some fries. That's right. It's Arby's night. <laughs> the authority says get some Arby's.
3: There we go. Uh, If there's any, he's like, if there's any justice for your stomach, you'll get Arby's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an authority on roast beef.
2: (laughs) Uh, After that, Roxanne Perez walks up to Indy, says, are you all right? You've been different lately. Is there anything going on? You can tell me. And Indy's like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. There's no friends in this business. Like YPMP. (laughs) <laughs> right, exactly. It's like our biggest downfall is thinking we become champs while having soft spots and concerns with someone else. So Roxanne, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> After uh, that, Team bonus. yeah, versus Caden Carter and Katana Chance, uh, of course. Uh, so, what was the actual finish here? So the fi- the
3: whole idea of this oh, seemingly right. was it was uh like. Either Nikita or Zoe were having to make the save for each other throughout. Yeah. Like they'd be in some sort of dire straits. The other person would break up the pin or break yeah. up the move or and something. They like accidentally like almost hit each other. Yeah. yeah. And then, even then, Nikita moves Zoe out of the way. She eats a couple of super kicks from Chance and Carter. Um, she tumbles out of the ring. So then, Chance hits Zoe with a DDT. Chance and Carter follow with their finish to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wonder and if the idea is going to be Zoe is going to get on the mic on Tuesday and say, all this I did for Nikita to help us get the tag titles. And she, at the moment when it counted most, she wasn't there for me. Mm. Something like that.
2: Yeah. Because afterwards, yeah, she the the Lions gives the belt a chance, and then Zoe blasts Lions with the other title.
3: Well, the, Tra- uh, Zoe Zoe takes the, the, the yeah. tag titles from the ref, the idea that yeah. they're going to present them to the champs. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah,
2: whoopah lays wow. out Nikita with the title and then uh, tries to hit Carter and Chance with it too, but they get out of there, and then Zoe hits the lines with a Shining Wizard. Yep. So, yeah, that team is done <coughs> Excuse
3: me. They are. I think we got a couple questions here on this NXT thread that we can a- uh, answer. Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's see what we got here. Uh, we have exactly two. David Matushik says, if Vaughn Wagner somehow wins the NXT Championship, yeah. would it be possible to re- uh, retired the dumpster champ gag. No. No, no. If anything, the NXT championship would be from that point on. The, the dumpster, dumpster championship. Champion. Ch- yeah, championship.
2: the championship, yeah. yeah. And then he'd have to take on Joe Blow for the unified dumpster champ. Hey, hey Joe Blow. Who said that? Joe? <laughs> Joe Blow? I was like, oh fuck, Gosh. that's good. <laughs> that <was> so bad. <laughs> that's gold, Vaughn. That's gold. So bad. And I was like, no nah, it says the dude's name up there. Who's Joe? Oh, Joe Blow? Hey, who said that, Joe? Joe Blow. Damn, Von's killing him out there, man. <laughs> Savage. Savage Von Wagner on the mic. Joe Blow. Is he going to become an insult comic next? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I can see I can see Von Wagner becoming like a Gallagher type, like a prop comic. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look at this watermelon. I'm going to smash it now. It's going to get all over you he hey, smashes it. Yeah. Laughs and sue, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, somebody else got another like melon or something? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to smash that too. Come here, bring it here. Where's Joe Blow? I'm going to make sure he gets some of this on him. Hopefully you brought a
3: tarp. Luis here asks, how would you fix trash tier caches? Don't do them. <laughs> yeah, stop doing them.
2: <laughs> Tra- okay, so trash. So our trash tier was uh, Otis. It would have been AJ Styles. Should have been AJ Styles. You got that right. Yeah but i saw the i saw the writing on the wall on that one buddy uh another trash tier
3: cash in uh should not have been theory should have been somebody else
2: no theory was a good th- this would have been the year you just don't do money in the bank romans got the title just don't yeah. do money in the bank well, wasn't Drew in the match? I thought they were gonna have Drew win it and cash into Clash of the Castle. Oh, Drew's that was in the been, match. No, you're He's right. That, that would have been the way to go. He says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna cash in." He did on the RVD thing on my home turf in the UK. You're yeah. right. That's how you do it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, who else was on Kennedy
2: Get a better doctor assessment.
3: Yeah, yeah. Actually, do like an MRI or something instead of just saying. I
2: really wonder if they would have gone if they, if if McMahon really liked him that much that he was like,
3: yeah, he's gonna go to WrestleMania and be the main event. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Baron. Um. There could oh, be potential with Baron, but Baron could he, he
2: should have won that shit. He should have won that shit. Jinder shouldn't have been. Yeah, nah, man. He should have. He should have won that shit. Take uh, that, Braun. They day. shouldn't have booked Braun like an absolute idiot. That's what did him in. Well, and it's kind his thing, though, isn't it? Like he's kind of a dummy. Well, there's, there's the 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 problem with that was like the fucking DQ of the match. They threw the match out. No, That's there was cool. a lot of problems before all that. When Braun, I, it 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 jumped a shark when Braun threw
3: the the briefcase when Brock threw the briefcase up. Sorry, the Brock yeah, threw the slam. briefcase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's because Braun apparently had no idea how to cash in. I think it all went downhill with that when when
2: Brock punched him in the face and almost yeah, knocked the, him. Gave out. Give him the
3: receipt and almost knocked him out in the middle of a match. <laughs>
2: Whenever
3: I see that GIF, I watch that at least five times.
2: It's a it's one of the best GIFs.
3: <laughs> I need I need to do that for a raid. I need to like put because swap you can out see because 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 Braun hits that knee on Ooh. Brock and you see Brock you can see Brock get mad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then whoopah. And it, it, he like barely put anything
2: behind it, but he did put something behind it. And broad stumbles a little bit. Yeah. Oh, oh what was Oof. that? Oh man, saw God for a second. <laughs>
3: he had the he had the the vignetting in his vision. <laughs> he
2: did. Yeah, he did. It was it, He went. I uh, remember that one one of the video games. Like it, the screen would go black and white. UFC. Yeah. yeah. It was UFC. The screen yeah. started to go black and white. It's like, oh my god, no! I'm losing. I'm yeah. losing my get color. Yeah. That was good stuff. Anyways, that's going to do it for us for today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside